Welcome to SlayerFest 98. I'm your host, Ian Carlos Crawford, and today I am here to discuss Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with three lovely folks. I have executor producer of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Drew Z. Greenberg. She plays Agent Piper. Brianna Venskis. And she plays Agent May. Ming-Na Wen. Hello, guys. I'm so happy to have Hi. you all here. I Hi. swear, I have the easiest name to pronounce <laughs> amongst the three of us. I can't Wen. say ours very well, which makes Drew Greenberg really hard. Oh, yeah, I bet. I can imagine. <laughs> As a kid, I used to always say I didn't like my name because teachers would always say Evan or Ian. Ah. And as a kid, I'd be like, I wish I had a name like Mike or something, because it's Ian <laughs> Carlos, and to me, that sounded too wacky. <laughs> uh, so thank you all for joining me for this. This is very exciting. Um, Drew helped me get both of you lovely folks to come on the podcast. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, he paid for it, though. Yeah, yeah, he, he paid big time. <laughs> as I always do. Yeah. <laughs> We got my PayPal account, right, Drew? Okay. <laughs> you can PayPal you after. <laughs> um, so, Drew, do you want to start us off by giving us your Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. origin? Like how uh, you came to work on the show? Sure. Um, uh, so I had worked on uh, I had worked on Buffy the Vampire Slayer with Joss. Um, uh, that was uh, 20 years ago when I was a mere four years old. Yes. And, yes. <laughs> And uh, I have, I've been lucky enough to work, you know, consistently since then. And I've gotten to the point where I said, I really want to take some time and try to start focusing on my own, my own shows. And I was wrapping up uh, my previous job, which was on Arrow. And I told my agent, like, no, this time I'm serious. I really, because after every show I did, I was like, I'm going to take some time off. And they were always like, yeah, 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 sure. And then I would just, I didn't offer to come along that I found I couldn't say no to. So I said, this time I'm serious. I want to stop for a little bit and try to work on my own stuff. The only show I would consider doing would be Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just because, you know, I knew Joss and I knew Jed and Marissa and Jeff Bell um, socially. And uh, I was like, they're fun. Um, so I would do that one. But obviously they're up and running and that's not going to happen. So let's count on mm -hmm. me taking the year off. <laughs> and then they came back and they were like, well, do you want to work on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? <laughs> so best best reversal of a decision that i've ever made in my entire life because uh it's been i was there for for six seasons and it was yeah. one of the happiest jobs i've ever had oh. yeah oh yeah nice. and i fell in love with you immediately Drew. <laughs> How you immediately yeah yeah it's just you know he has such wonderful energy and just Aww. there's just such a kindness to him yeah. Yeah, I, look, I told you the PayPal is coming. You don't have okay, to. okay. Well, I, yeah. Well, you know, you told me if I complimented you, I would get bonuses each time. So <laughs> just doing that. Those go to your Venmo, though. Those don't go to the PayPal. <laughs> uh, Brianna, would you like to tell us your Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. origin? Yeah. Um, I came on, I believe, at the end of, was it season three? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The mm -hmm. very like the very, very tail end of the season. Worst three. day of my life, Brie. Uh, <laughs> it was all downhill from there, Ming. <laughs> um 
Yeah, I, I I had auditioned for the show. That was my first time auditioning for the show, and it was kind of like a one-off character. And in the description, it was it could have gone either way. I think if they had found someone they liked who who you know was a man, they probably would have cast him. Um, but I I got on the show and I did my one episode, and I assumed that would kind of be it. I mean, when you come in as an agent, you always assume there's there's room for you to grow, possibly. Uh, but I had been on so many like doctor shows and uh, random shows as like a, a nurse type thing where I'm like, oh, they probably will never, they won't wear me back in. So um, uh, then I got the call the next season and it just sort of kept spiraling into this uh, coming back and coming back until eventually it, it blossomed into a, a full grown character. But my original origin story for that first episode is I got cast on the show a day or two after I was cast. I got a sty on my left eye a massive a massive massive sty on my eye um and i remember being like i'm gonna get fired i was like i got i got booked on this job i have this giant growth on my eyeball and i'm gonna get fired but luckily i was diligent and i got it down to sort of an acceptable sty where there it wasn't too obvious <laughs> you have acceptable styles it was an acceptable sty, and i just remember going into the makeup trailer and wendy being like i got you girl she's like i got you girl we'll figure this out she's like, she's like we're gonna we'll make it look good so, thank god but the worst part about that whole episode is that i couldn't wear my contact in that one eye so i was totally blind oh, oh no wonder you were such a klutz exactly <laughs> I just yeah. saw you were drunk all the time. Yeah, no. Well, that too, but... <laughs> that. We all were. Uh, 24-7, yeah. But uh, isn't isn't that the worst? Isn't it just so frightening as an actor? Because, you know, our face, our body, Anything. that is our instrument, and, and we it has to be always ready to go. And mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's scary. Yeah, that's very, scary. very much so. But it worked out, so... <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 I'm surprised that we didn't make you then wear a fake sty for every for other the rest of the. I know. Right. Well, you could have been like Fury, and you just had yeah. like a patch. That's my first thing. She just always has an eye infection. It's <laughs> <laughs> her cute character tick. Uh, Ming, Ming, do you want to give us your origin? Um, just. <laughs> Uh, the you know um very normal i i had a meeting with the producers and the director it was mo i believe it was mo jed jeff bell um joss you know they were all in the room and um and all i remember was I, being such a geek and a nerd, like the idea of being able to work with Joss and being in a Marvel show, I was so nervous about it that I psyched myself out and I could not, for the life of me, remember like these two small pages of dialogue for the audition. I couldn't do it. For some reason, it just wouldn't stick. And I was freaking out. And then I finally like gave myself this little pep talk and I was like, Ming, you've done this you know, for decades, just pretend you already have the job, you know, and just go in there and, and act like you're just going on set. And that did it. That clicked for me. That just made me forget about the nerves that it was an audition because there's nothing more hellish for an actor than going into an audition room, you mm-hmm. know, and being judged. Um, so I just went in there with that mentality that, you know, I already had the job. And 
it was that's the advice I give you know a lot of young actors now um, because it really worked for me and you know we did it it was a great audition it was a lot of fun I you know I liked them and I left and then uh, I got the phone call Hmm. so and the only thing that they had to do was change the name of the character because yeah originally the character wasn't um, Melinda May it was Althea Rice Oh, okay. And then once they cast me, Marissa was like, I don't think we can call her Agent Rice. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, could you <laughs> it would have been a statement. It, would have it really would have been, you know, like really fighting against the stereotype. <laughs> oh, God, so funny. Me. <laughs> oh boy. Every, every time a new character shows up, you have to have that character say, Hey, you can't call her that. And she's like, No, it's, it's And my she's name. like, No, that's my name. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a it would have been a running joke for sure. Uh, you know, instead of <laughs> I mean she loves the name Cavalry. Call me Cavalry. Call me the Cavalry. <laughs> I can't. Ima- it's so funny because I can't imagine anybody. It's funny that you know you told yourself the job was yours. I can't imagine anybody else playing that part. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh thank you, thank you. Also, I mean, I can't imagine you being nervous. I feel like you've you've done so much from like Street Fighter to Milan to Joy Luck Club. I feel like I can't imagine you being like, "Ooh, I'm nervous." Like, yeah. Possessed. I feel like yeah. you'd be like, "I got this." I, I think anytime you know, as a human being, if it's something that you dream about or want or love you know you you psych you can psych yourself out and for and sure this was definitely you know the world that i wanted to be a part of so badly um and uh you know i think yeah i think it was just like you know when you hear about athletes choking at the super bowl yeah. it, it's kind of like that you know you you want it too badly and then so you focus on the wrong things you focus mm. on not getting it as opposed to focusing on the job yeah that's true um so speaking of you've all been involved in so much so many different like big fandoms i mean brianna you were on walking dead mm-hmm. andrew you also wrote for buffy like what what would you all say is like different about marvel being like part of the marvel fandom the marvel cinematic universe than like any of the other fandoms you all have been involved with oh man they're they are very distinct i will say that (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. i i definitely think uh for me because i also i did supergirl too so i got a bit of the dc side of it uh and i will just i think marvel fans are just the most easygoing and coolest of the of the fandom universe um i mean walking dead people bless their hearts they're wonderful but they they love that show Mm. they will they will jump off a bridge for that show some of them like it's one of those it's one of those (laughs) things where you're like we like okay you love it which is fantastic i mean obviously that's great that's what you want if you're creating something Right, right it's it definitely there's some times where you have to kind of remind people like hey you know that I'm it's a character right like I don't I didn't actually kill your that guy like he's he's, I, he's a friend of mine I talked to him, his kids are great like it's one of those things where you have to you have to constantly remind them that it's it's just a show um, 
versus I think Marvel, we definitely have some people who, who go a little overboard, but I also think that it's just all in, in good fun. And it's a little bit more of a jolly spirit behind it versus like a dire, like we need to, this is my world type thing. Um, and I think Marvel does that in general. Marvel's always been, I think the funniest of, of the, of the comic book universe. They, they have more of a sense of humor about themselves and, and are more willing, I think, to, to take a jab at themselves than anything else. I, I I would have to agree to and disagree at the same okay. time okay. because um, it's starting it, already. <laughs> come at me, make <laughs> yeah, Brie. No, because it, it's true. They are the best fans in the world. They are so knowledgeable, so passionate. But if you don't meet their expectations of what they're mm-hmm. looking for, oh yeah, forget about it. <laughs> I mean, about it. I mean, I our that. first year, you know, because there were, I guess, a lot of discovery that we had to do in season one of what this show is about, and we were at an eight o'clock time slot, so there were a lot of limitations, you know, being mm-hmm. on a network show of what we can do and what we can't do. I mean, that's why the night-night gun was created, so we didn't mm-hmm. kill anybody, you know, <laughs> um, and, uh, and, and the fact that we were also aligned with the cinematic universe and trying to facilitate and match up to uh, the movie that was going to be coming out, which of course now I forget which one it was. There's so many of them now. <laughs> that was Winter um, Soldier. The first Winter Soldier. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Winter- right? Yeah. See, I can count on you, Drew. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you didn't even work on season one. Um, <laughs> but you know, so the fans were, there were so many of them that did not like, the format of the show oh yeah and yeah and and we we heard about it so um you know it was really great when uh we were the our writers were given more um freedom to do their own thing and we moved up to the nine o'clock time slot in season two uh that opened up a, a lot of things but yeah whoo season one there were it was iffy it was iffy that we would continue and as I understand it, because I, I didn't come in until season two, but as I understand it, you guys also sort of had, you were a little bit handcuffed because you, because Winter Soldier was coming out and it changed everything in terms of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. by revealing Hydra was involved, then you, you guys couldn't, couldn't tell that story because you couldn't give away the plot of the movie. So everybody was a little bit handcuffed, I think, for, for yeah. the first few episodes. Well, and that kind of, I think that same, that same sort of uh, restriction continued pretty much throughout the course of the show for the most part until it got a little bit more lax towards the end there. But I remember being in table reads and, and people being like, Oh, we should check and make sure that we can actually do that. Mm. <laughs> or like, Oh, we should, I don't know if we can say that, but okay, let's, that might be giving away a thing. Like it's, it's definitely the Marvel universe itself has a very strong hold on, on who gets what story for sure. Right. Right. That is yeah. definitely true. And I've, I, you know, having come directly from a DC show as well, right before mm-hmm. where their attitude was just like every show is its own universe and you're just sort of like telling your own thing. Mm-hmm. I had never been a part of something that was like, you have to match up not just to your own history, but also to the history of these 73 movies and <laughs> 17 other shows that are going to be airing. Right. And, and the comics, right? right, uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And also these books. All the comics <laughs> that right. came before. Right. Yeah. And you, know, I also would would say, in addition to all of that stuff that that Brianna and Ming are saying, 
I, the experience that I had was that every show I've been on up until Shield was like me having to if, like if I told my family about it, I'd have to. It was always the follow up question was, "What's that?" <laughs> uh, and I'd have to explain like, "Well, she's a vampire slayer, but she's in high school. But she, <laughs> no, she's not a vampire herself. She, she slays." <laughs> but with with a Marvel show, you just say it, and people are like, "Oh yeah, they like the reach is so yes. far mm-hmm. that uh, people know what it is that you're talking about." That was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, that's, uh, that's kind of true, Drew. I mean, I've told you that my mom watched Buffy, so my parents know Buffy, but like anything else I cover, they have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. But I, I mentioned that I was, I was like, oh, I'm doing an interview with um, folks from the show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And my mom, who like, you know, doesn't watch anything but like House Hunters these days, was like, oh, that's one of those Marvel shows, right? I was like, oh, yeah, it is. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>, cute. <laughs> like, that's a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Ming, I gotta ask you, do you know what a gay icon you are to gay men, especially <laughs> of <my> age? <laughs> no, tell me. Oh. Tell me all about it now. <laughs> you always play the woman who can, like, kick ass and, like, you know. Are you kidding? When I tweeted today that we were interviewing you, uh, I had, like, ten different gay men, like, wait, holy shit, you're really interviewing me <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love I it. I feel like well. it started with like Chun Li because every gay loved playing as Chun Li in Street Fighter, <laughs> and then it just like continued on. You like continue playing a badass woman in like every role. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how wonderful is that? You know, especially with Mulan. I, I mean, when I did Mulan too, I had no idea. You know, because for me it was this Chinese folklore and the telling of this girl coming of age and and. Uh, making sacrifices for her father and her family and honoring her family. Um, so, you know, it was a big deal to, to be able to tell this story um, in a Western way. Uh, and then years later, you know, to realize how not only it, it, it um, was a, a, had a big impact on the LBGTQ uh, community, but uh, especially specifically, you know, for the trans too, because she yeah, dresses yeah. up as a boy. She, um, I, I was just so blown away. You know, I, I would go to these conventions and, um, and these, you know, beautiful, beautiful people would be just standing in front of me and crying because Ooh. it had such an impact on their lives to have some, someone represent them, even though it wasn't that intention of the story at the time but you know they're just grasping so hard for any sort of representation and Mulan kind of became that for for them and um and it's just it's just so surprising sometimes you know you do your job and and a beautiful story comes out and there's this other impact that uh you can have uh that's so positive and and you know encouraging and um, so yes, I, I love hearing that. Um, um, that's really sweet, Ming. I feel like I'm like emotional. <laughs> no, it's I, I just wonderful. It's wonderful. Drew, what is, what has been one of the hardest like characters you had to write for the show? Oh man. Hold on. Agent, um, Agent Piper. Yeah, and she's sitting right here. I don't. Yeah, really that's, yeah that's an easy one. Super awkward. Um, they've all they've all been so easy. I've never had any trouble at all. I um, 
uh, love all your children equally. <laughs> yeah, no, of, of course. I I took on early, early, early on when I when I started on the show, I took on uh, an episode where Lady Sif uh, uh, got amnesia, and it oh, I I pitched right. the idea. It was my it was my pitch, uh, and then in it, it just it became a little bit more challenging than I expected because you've got this you know this character who should be larger than life, and uh, you know a, a for, you know, she's a god for crying out loud, and mm-hmm. I had her uh, running around trying to remember her name. So um, <laughs> that was that was a challenge, uh, uh, and thank goodness, uh, you know, we had a cast who was willing to rise to the challenge and try to make it work. But uh, when I look back on it, I'm like, ah, I could have done better. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, you know. that was it. yeah. I mean, Jamie was so great to work with, and yeah. It was so fun to have her. Fun. That was really fun. That was a really, yeah, I, I really liked that that line that you specifically just mentioned, Drew. But I, I thought you did great. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Drew, what's it? What has been? Uh, I assume that it's not easy to pitch to like be able to use a movie character, right? Do they give you like you can use these like four people, or is it kind of like you just got to ask and? It was a little combination of both. With, as we were, you know, as we were saying before, Marvel is is really, really uh, on top of protecting the universe, and so um, we get to use uh, the characters that that are available to us. And um, you know, we're delighted when it's somebody from the movies. Uh, you know, the fact that we got to have Nick Fury, the fact that we got to have Lady Sif, um, that's that's all really cool. We um, we. Th- we never there's a list there was a list that uh that we had oh i had a list (laughs) (laughs) you always have different list ming different list oh i'm sorry yeah 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 sorry 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 Sorry. um (laughs) there's there was a there was a the up my first episode that i did we uh you know there there had been talk about trying to bring in one movie character um, and then another movie character, and then another movie character, and we ended up <laughs> okay. Not so replacing the entire cast with only the movie character. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it was I, I wrote like several different versions of that script um, with, uh, and then just we ended up just not using the character at all. And so uh, it, it's it's one of those things where you you try sometimes to bring the character in, and sometimes it works, and sometimes sometimes it doesn't, um, but. Uh, uh, you know, most of the time we had a list in the writer's room of characters that were available to us to use, and we did our best to use them when we could. We never got around to Chastity McBride, but I'm glad at least that Ming got to name check her in last week's episode <laughs> her as her alias. So at least yeah. she made a a little character. A little. I love I love how Drew. We're, we've all been so trained. Uh, to not reveal any secrecy, uh, any uh-huh. any secrets at all. That you were like one movie character, and then another movie character, and another movie character, and you never name which <laughs> character that you can't mm. even name them. Yeah. It's so amazing. Well, no, that's exactly right. I can't. Well, yeah. yeah, I'm not. It's it's now at this point, it's second nature. I'm just. Like, I, it is. It really is. <laughs> but I'm just listening to it. And it's just cracking me up. <laughs> I'm looking for the, the red dot on my shirt to see. If yeah. My it's, like, <laughs> it's like you know, redacted, redacted, redacted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, we had on um, James Marsters, who was from Buffy, but also is in The Runaways. And I asked him, I think at the time they were between seasons one and two, maybe, or they just started filming season two. And I was like, oh, what can you tell us about season two of Runaways? And he was like, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, we run away. <laughs> yeah. It's about a group of people who run away. Yeah. <laughs> End of preview. <laughs> uh, but speaking of the MCU characters, who, Drew, who would have been your, if you could have had your pick of anyone to write into the show, who would you have picked? Phil Coulson, of course. <laughs> he was already on the show. Oh, right. Okay. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, I'm, I'm personally, I'm a big Gamora fan. So, uh, Oh yeah. I would have, I would have, if you, if you could have, if we could have reached in and gotten our pick of anyone, uh, it would have been her. Uh, obviously, I mean, it'd be nice to have Chris Evans around. Um, oh, uh, mean, that would yeah. be fun too. So I'd also like to have Chris Evans around. <laughs> you know, that's so okay. I would have been fine with that too. Um, so either of those would be my choice for very different reasons. All right. Um, Ming, same question. Um, Oh, well, you know, I used to joke about this and, and then my hubby kind of got a little um, sensitive about it. So I'm not going to joke about Thor anymore. <laughs> well, I'll say Thor, Thor, Thor. Well, yes. I was going to say my, my pick is Fat Thor, personally. <laughs> I think, I think okay, he would have yes. fit in with the group perfectly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly right. Fat for yeah, but you know I've worked with Chris before the Homer. I, I did a movie with him called really? Push. Yeah. I love that movie. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah, it's great! So good. Yeah, it's it's such a cool movie. Yeah, it was with Dakota Fanning and uh, Chris Evans was the lead. Um, and uh, yeah, how weird, huh? Hey, so Ming, when are when are we all hanging out? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's such a sweet guy. He really is. He's he's very. Um, that's so you know, nice. You know, I always had my, I feel like my like fan fiction-y, I always imagined uh, Agent May like rolling her eyes at Tony Stark. That's like always the like image I had in my head of like them having to interact in some way and her just being like over him completely. <laughs> well, Tony Stark rolls his eyes all the time too. So could you imagine yeah. the two of us just the whole scene of us rolling eyes at each other? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to read that scene. <laughs> yeah, Drew, if you could write my fan fiction scene that I just... <laughs> I mean, I've got time. Yeah. Oh, and I've worked with Robert too, not to, you know, to my own horn. So it's weird that I've had all this like interaction before... Yeah. Agents of Shield came along. Yeah, I, I mean, you did have a long career way before you were on. Oh Agents hell yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, my Dorian Gray in the closet is uh, very worn out right now. <laughs> also, speaking of worn out, the fight choreography on the show is like top tier. I feel like Marvel yeah. does. Oh yeah, fight choreography so mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. uh, and man, you do a lot of your own stunts, right? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I do. You, and she and she has the scars to prove it. And I have the yeah. scars, and yes, and broken bits and pieces to prove uh -huh. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What yeah. I was going to ask, what was the hardest? Because I mean, you once had to, you know, May fought herself while an agent with her face. Mm -hmm. What was like one of the hardest fight scenes you had to do? Uh, that that one it was definitely one of them because uh, you know I had to play both roles. Um, 
as well as learn the choreography of both fight scenes, uh, change outfits, uh, and and uh, you know work with several stunt people because then they also had to play um, both roles. Uh, it was it's kind of confusing sometimes. <laughs> um, like, wait, am I you now or are you me? How, who, who, what? <laughs> um, so, you know, and it was like a, a much longer rehearsal period and, and it took like, you know, normally we take just a day to shoot the fight scene. This took almost three. I remember uh, that. Yeah. And uh, long hours, like 17 hour days, uh, because there was also um, Visifex uh, to go with, you know, all of it because they had uh, Mark Kopak, my darling Mark Kopak. Oh my gosh. He was, he was, he was literally the other character in the, <laughs> in, in the show, because without his team and his special effects, uh, I don't think we would have been able to tell <laughs> half the stories that we were told, you know, that told, but yeah, you know, we, they had to like put my face on the, um, stunt double at certain points when you see both mm -hmm. of us uh, mm -hmm. both of me uh, both of us I'm so <laughs> confused um yeah so that definitely i mean i chipped a couple of tooth my front two front teeth i chipped them uh, really yeah towards the end of a 17 hour fight day uh, i was gonna say i was gonna say because i was there that day when that when that happened and <gasps> yeah right that was my episode and and that's right duh. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> You got, you, you chipped your tooth and anybody else would have been like, I'm out. And you were like, no, I'm going to keep going. You kept going. You kept going the next day. You kept going. Because she's like, a I'll boss. I'll go to the dentist after. Yeah. Well, thank goodness my dentist was available to fix them before. <laughs> yeah. Beforehand. Right, Drew? That was like, but I was a little pissy though. Was no, I not? I don't, I don't, I don't remember, remember that at all. I don't no. remember that at all. Huh, you, you, chipped, you chipped a tooth. After, you know, if I, I, you you would have had every right to be pissy if you if you were. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably be a little pissy too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, you know, if I bump into something on set, I'm like, who put that there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it I was me. I put it there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was you? I know. And and who was it? Whose idea was it to put me in a lingerie and a silver dress? Was it a lingerie? No way. No, that was no, the other were... fight scene. I was in a silver dress. And lingerie, you were. Lingerie. <laughs> you no were. protection whatsoever. No padding of uh, nothing. To nothing. Save you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That was that is true. I say this as a gay man, but like I was like, this is iconic. Like the outfits, the fight, like everything added to make it so like iconic and looked like I. You have so many good. All of you have so many good fights in that show, but I think of that as like the fight. Like that's yeah. the fight. That I think yeah, I'm absolutely. Like. Drew tortured me with it. <laughs> and that was my first one. That was my first one. I was like, "Hello, I'm going to torture you for the next <laughs> nine days." You're welcome. Are you happy to see me? <laughs> yeah, but Kevin Tancheron was so wonderful um, as a director. He was so good. Was that was that his second? It was one? his first. His was first. His first. That's right. right. His first was my first. Yes, oh, ooh, guys. a lot of firsts. Wow. Uh -huh. No wonder it was so fun. <laughs> I popped at cherries. Um, wow, that's right. It was uh -huh. his very first and yours. Uh huh. Uh -huh. How amazing. It was a really nice way to start for me. It, it really, really was. Nice because, I mean, you know, well, first of all, he's uh, Marissa Tancheron's brother, younger brother. And then he had done a bunch of stuff in Mortal Kombat and, you know, uh, but he was young, you know, and yep. I was just like, wow, 
Okay. Well, let's not forget that not only was there the iconic fight scene that he had a big part in putting together, but he has a dance background too. Yeah. And we did dancing in that episode. Mm -hmm. You and Clark did dancing. Shit. That's right. That was the same. That was the same episode. Oh my god, I was so tired. It was a long long shoot. It was a long shoot. It really was. We were on the ship. No, no, no. We were out in my. We were out in that house. Yeah, we were out in that house. Out in Malibu. It was going to fall into the ocean. Uh huh. Yeah. That's right. And we were there for days. Days dancing. Oh my gosh, that's right. Oh my yep. gosh, that was that was an exhausting episode. Drew. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I blame Kevin. I blame Kevin. Kevin, it's Kevin's fault. <laughs> uh, Brianna, what has been one of the hardest like fights you've had to do on the show? Um, I don't even know if it's so much of like a, a strategic fight that's been difficult, so much as having to do it in the clothing that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a for the first couple of seasons I was in, I was always in tactical gear. And I don't know if you've ever had, you know, if you've ever gone like rock climbing and had a harness right in between your crotch and then also no mobility whatsoever and then being told to run and, you know, tumble. Uh, It's definitely not the easiest thing to do. But I, I, yeah, I would say if anything, most of the fight stuff is, I love that kind of stuff. Like I grew up doing martial arts and I've always been relatively athletic. Uh, And so for me, nothing I don't, I think ever like, fully challenged me but it was definitely adding in that layer of clothing to fight choreography where you realize like oh this leather jacket from all saints isn't meant to be in the midst of a battle against space aliens like it's just you know there's just some things you're not supposed to do with it (laughs) did you ever tell them that you had a martial arts background i told i i think i pretty much told them everything that i was capable of Oh. Knitting, cooking, right. martial arts. No, I wish, I wish they would have, you know, given you like, yeah, some more fight scenes. I mean, I got to tell you, I was pretty bummed when the motorcycles finally showed up in season seven, and I wasn't one of the people riding them. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. But it's okay. It's okay. I'll get over it. <laughs> if there had been a season eight, that and the and the yeah. knitting, you probably would have been knitting on a motorcycle. Both. Yeah, they had me riding the motorcycle, and I, I mean, I rode a moped in college. That's about it. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, you should have been riding that thing. I'm sure you did it justice. I'm sh- I'm sure you did well. <laughs> no, did, did did do you know the story about the Harley Davidson? Harley Davidson created a special bike for Shield and put the Shield logo on it and stuff. I and we were this. using it for a photo shoot. And I'm like, you know, trying to be real cool on it and, you know, just like, yeah, yeah, leaning and leaning. And because, it, you know, it's on the stand, right? Well, the stand gave out or something and the freaking bike started tipping over. Oh, no. And it, it almost like crushed my leg. But luckily, I was able to jump away before it oh, And I was like, oh, that's a heavy bike. Yeah, they're not light. I'll tell you what. Oh, no, no. But uh, yeah, some was destroyed a Harley, man. I love that. I love that Ming's about to crush her leg, and everyone probably was like, "The bike!" Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's not the bike. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize those things were heavy till like uh, I once when I lived in New York, I walked by like a guy had fallen with his. Oh, it wasn't like an accident. He had just fallen, and he couldn't get it back up. And there was like three people trying to yeah. help him pull the bike back up. And I was like, "They're really that heavy?" But yeah, I guess yeah, they are. Oh yeah, no, it's. it's <sighs> It's crazy. 
I have never ridden a motorcycle for the record. I'll take you on a ride. I got you. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, I've ridden on motorcycles before. <laughs> I mean, are we speaking metaphorically? Yeah, which or... way, what... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything Ming says, it's like, wait, is that, I can't tell. Is that real? Or... There, I, I have a friend who I always say, like, he doesn't mean to do it, but everything he says is laced with flirting. And I feel like I'm somehow back in that spot now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Welcome to the Ming experience. <laughs> I'm like blushing. Um, <laughs> Yay, Drew, Jimmy. Drew, next question. <laughs> uh, 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 when, Bri- when Brianna and I get together, it's uh, insane. It's my favorite. I love just sitting back and watching the two of them. Nothing just, gets done. Nothing gets uh, done when we're together. We're so naughty. We're so freaking it's naughty so with each other. Fun. Yes. I'm like, just put the camera here. Just watch. Just watch them. <laughs> talking but honestly when you when you're working 16 plus hours a day with a group of people you better be having fun with at least one of them you know? yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. right yeah like it's yeah, yeah. I, I so many great memories good so many fun. so many memories that we can't say in public no nope. <laughs> no <Nope. laughs> what happens in shield stays in shield. <laughs> until until one of us needs to write a tell-all book and then exactly <laughs> <laughs> I'm a good ghostwriter. Let me know Fantastic. when you do. <laughs> uh, so, Drew, I wanted to ask you about the final season. I feel like, so we've only had five episodes as of recording, yes. um, but it's very obvious you guys are having a lot of fun. I'm the glad time that time travel here. with the, even the title. I love that the title cards are even different. Like, right? Mm. That's like such a, mm-hmm. a minor detail that I, I love. Tell me a little bit about going into this season. It was everything you're saying is what that's what our goal was was just like let's go in and have a good time because we we knew that this was really the end there have been a couple of times in the in the show where we thought we thought that we were writing the last season and it turned out we weren't yeah the Um, fifth season we thought was the last season that was we were really sure that was that was gonna be the end so getting the extra two was was bonus but i i wrote a scene in what i thought was my last episode in season five the scene where everybody's in the van together and they're just for a second, everyone just reviews the history of their worst moments, <laughs> um, all the terrible things that have happened to them. Uh, and that was my goodbye. I, that was my goodbye to the show. I was like, here's my, and, and then I was, they were like, Oh no, we've, we've got, we've got two more years left. So <laughs> okay, cool. I mean, it's been, it's been very nice to have, to have sort of, you know, the gravy of, of two extra seasons and, so when we got to season seven and we knew for sure this really was going to be the end. And it's so, nice. It's nice to have actually known that yeah. we're going to finish, you know. Right. Like you can actually take a victory lap a little mm-hmm. bit and right and and write it toward, you know, toward an, an ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been it's been really fun. And our goal was just let's just have as much fun with this as we as we possibly can. Um, you know, that on top of the of the the other goal of what's a story that we haven't told yet. Um, and so getting to visit all these different eras and looking at shield's history and, and looking at the show's history, um, was all wrapped up in it. But really the goal was just like, let's just tell something new that we haven't done before. That's going to be fun for us and for the audience and for everybody involved. And, um, I, I like to hope that we, that we got there. I'm, it was fun putting it all together in the room and it's been fun watching it. Uh, you know, like the, the, when we were in the room, we talked about the titles um, the title cards, uh, but getting to see it on screen now is sort of like, oh yeah, that, 
that worked. That's pretty. That's pretty <laughs> fun. The seventies one is definitely. Uh, yeah, that's, that's fun. That me in my sweet spot. It's a fun one, right? It is. I yeah. So it's been it's been really great. I and it's I'm 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 hoping that people are enjoying it. The reactions that I've seen anecdotally um, are kind of validating, and and it's really sweet to see people having the kind of fun with it that we were having uh, writing it. Which is not to say that there aren't going to be some uh, emotional moments too, because uh, that's that's coming as well. But I think that uh, overall, the idea was just to make it, you know, shield turned up to eleven. And so I hope that's what we've got. I think you succeeded. Uh, Ming, what was it like for you going into this last season? Well, I mean, you know, with, with anything, it's it's very bittersweet. You know you're going to be saying goodbye. It's never going to be the same. Um, even though you, you stay friends with people, it's it's not going to be like school, you know, where you go to right, yeah. go every day and you hang out. And um, so I, I think uh, for uh, several of the cast members, you know, um, this was their first big series, um, Ian, Chloe, Elizabeth. And so I'm sure it was very impactful for them that it was coming to an end. Um, for me, I've, I've had several opportunities where I've had some, you know, long running shows and it's, uh, it's, it's knowing what to expect. And I don't know if that's good or bad. But um, I think uh, we had really said our very, very emotional goodbyes in season five. Mm -hmm. And by season seven, I felt like it was a great culmination. And then it was a celebratory, like, final ending where we're like, okay, we did this, you know. And, uh, um, yeah, it was a good ride. It was a good ride. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so I got to bring up ships because I feel like the shipping is a big thing in uh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fandom. And I will say that I'm kind of a grump when it comes to love stories. <laughs> so I'm always like, no, keep them as friends that love each other platonically. But then May and Coulson shared. Oh, I thought you were going to say May and Piper. Oh, oh. <laughs> wow. That's a ship that I think everyone would sail. I know. Well, I think that we tried for. Uh, well, we tried. <laughs> we did. We we really tried to push that one as hard as we, we could. We really did. We kept trying to suggest that one. Oh yeah. <laughs> as did I. Uh, <laughs> well, that leads me to. I was going to say, who aside from uh, Phil and May, <laughs> who do you all ship in the like of the characters on the show? <laughs> I mean, obviously, I I, first and foremost, yeah. May and Piper. Yeah, obviously. Piper, uh, Piper had a crush on May. Absolutely. How could you yes. not? I, yeah. How, I, yeah. How could you not? Really? <laughs> yeah. And, and she tortured Piper with it for sure. I know. She really <laughs> used that against me. <laughs> I remember my first episode with Brianna was the one where she. Gets, I can do May. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can do my. <laughs> I was so happy. I was so you know, happy. I should have known you wrote that line, Drew, because I remember that being like, "Oh, this is someone telling me that she's gay, right?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, oh, this is her like subtle way of being like, "Wink, wink, nudge, nudge," right? Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. people yeah. can read into whatever they want. It's the exactly. line is what the line is. That's right. Um, but I was very, the facts I was are the very facts. happy that she can do that. <laughs> oh gosh i i was very happy with with that uh line being in there i was very happy with the way it came out i was very very happy with all of it yeah oh yes (laughs) Yes. 
<laughs> That's so funny. Um, okay, so wrapping up. Okay, Colson, Colson, and May. <laughs> Colson and May, and I also I was really into the the Deke and and uh, Chloe storyline. I I no, they were like <laughs> brothers and sisters to me. But I loved. I just loved how puppy dog he was around her. It made me so happy to just see a guy act so doofy around a woman. Oh, it was so cute to me. I just I really I was all for it. But that's just yeah. me. I like the place that Deke started and, and, you know, where he was a little bit more of a, of a, you know, flying by the seat of his pants, kind of mercenary. Yeah. And the fact that he got kind of puppy dog. Uh Yeah, totally. uh, I thought that was a nice, I thought that was a nice transition. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if this is um, because, I mean, as Drew knows, a friend of mine was like, wait, these promos for the final season of S.H.I.E.L.D., like Zeke is, looks like you. Like, it just looks like you, Ian. Um, I don't know. If, mm-hmm. Like I always, I always wanted him. I was like, "Is he gonna come out? He should come out." I want him to be gay, but I think it's because I always thought like we dressed a lot. <laughs> 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 uh, Amazing. So I'm, you know, it's my, the narcissist in the narcissist in me that's like, mm, but he should be more like me, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we never said, you know, that True. we never said one way or the other. True. True. So true. So the twist will be that. He's gay and his middle name is Carlos, right? Just yes. like me. <laughs> Season eight. Season eight. Season eight. Season eight. So what have you all been binge watching during quarantine? Oh, so oh, much. My God. Oh my gosh. I think I've watched all of TV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm running out of things. I I rewatched Breaking Bad because I was like, okay, it's a long running yeah. series and I loved it. I'm gonna just rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Still so good. Oh, I redid the X Files. I really enjoyed that that journey. Ooh, yeah, X-Files I used life. to love the X Files. Maybe I'll do that. That's season one is, season one was one of the best seasons of sci fi I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, so that, good. Succession's incredible, Mike. It's Succession's incredible. incredible. The right. Really I want to be. I want to be in it. It's so no, good. Yes, you would slay on that. Oh. You would be <sighs> awesome in that. I would just, I just want to be, I just want to be on a show where you wear beautiful clothes, you're in amazing <laughs> settings and eating amazing food because <laughs> I had seven years of none of that. <laughs> it's going to be weird when you show up in succession and you still have to do fight scenes. <laughs> Why? I'm like one of their bodyguards and I just right. keep doing fight scenes. <laughs> they keep punching Brian Cox in the face. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, I watched the entirety of The Good Fight. Ooh. Okay. And, and that was good? Good fight? Yes. Okay. Yes. And it was really kind of healing, actually, right now. I needed it uh, right now. It was because uh, they don't pull punches uh, politically. And so I was like, oh, this is, I need to, I need to see this. So that, yeah. was, that was fun for okay. me. Okay. All right. You know, I've been I've been watching Claws and I can't recommend it enough. I really like it. Oh, like, that's a, that was a great pilot. I, I yeah. read for that when it first came out years ago and I thought it was so brilliant. Okay. It's that's funny that you say that, Brianna, because I, I like tweeted like I watched that pilot and I think it's one of the best pilots of a TV show. Yes, it, it is. It feels like a full yeah. movie. It does. Right? It totally does. It's incredible. It, it's those that whole team behind it is just how many thing. seasons is that one, Claws? I I think they're on three, going into three season seasons four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think they had to stop. I think four was going to be the last season, but they halted it because of um, COVID. They had to halt production on it. I don't know if they released half or anything, uh-huh. but there's three seasons on Hulu right now, and I'm just finishing. Season two gets a little, it reminds me, season two gets a, like very heavy on like a plot twist every episode. It reminds me of like a telenovela my grandma would have watched, mm-hmm. but 
it's still it's still very enjoyable and i feel like it's i mean you mentioned breaking bad and i keep saying it's breaking bad for gay men and women like i feel like it has that feel <laughs> oh, to it but it okay, doesn't cool. take itself as serious right i mean i watched all the drug ones i watched narcos because of pedro you know not that i yeah, yeah. i worked with him um <laughs> on the mandalorian i watched ozark I, I mean i just i don't know why i just started binging all the drug shows i find that <laughs> as i've gotten older i've gotten grumpier with shows that like revolve around straight dudes though like i feel like my tolerance for that is like lessened i'm finding I'm, that like, too yeah, i am mm-hmm. right, true i yeah, I'm I don't also, know what it is. <laughs> I, I I do. I'm tired of straight dudes. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's okay. That's understandable. <laughs> I, I yeah, I definitely. I think the the more shows I've watched, the more I've been like, man, when are they going to let ladies do this kind of shit? Even even today mm. in this day and age, I'm still just like, why is this not a female True. lead? Why is this not a woman? The more I watch things, so I'm hoping, I think we're on the, right. the precipice of something great when it comes to, to women getting the opportunities to do that. But I just, there's some shows I watch, I'm like, God damn, that yeah, show is like, so like good. Dead to Me. Yeah, yeah. totally, yeah. totally. Dead to me I love true. Dead to Me. I love Dead to Me. Oh Liz Feldman is such a genius. That I'm is so glad list. that show finally popped. She's so smart and funny. Oh my God. Yeah. The writing, the, the their chemistry, yeah. the two of them, it's, it's hilarious. So, so yeah. twisty and, and good and like mm-hmm. smart and funny and... Yep. Emotional. Emotional. Yeah. You might have all you you might have all just convinced me to watch that as my next one when I finish it. That's a good one. It's a good one. It's only two seasons. It's like And they're short. They're short seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Short shows too, right? It's half hour. hour. It's it's half hour. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy. Ooh, that's nice. You do it over lunch. (laughs) Yeah, especially if you binged seven seasons of Shield (laughs) in one week. That's insane. Yeah, you're gonna be fine. That that was good. Oh no, no, no. I did not binge all. I binged this recent season. I met the like, oh, five oh, episodes. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's no, still no, too much. I don't even know why you want to talk to us after that. <laughs> did, did you? Did you guys watch Never Have I Ever? No, I haven't yet. I've heard good things. I've it is good things. so good. It is. It is so okay. good. Okay, I'll write that down. Is that on? That is on. I want to say Netflix. Okay. I think Never Have I Ever. I'll write yes, it down. Yes, it's a good, fun, uh, uh, surprising little show. Did you see Sex Education? Yes, yes I love, I love that. Love, love, Speaking love. of X Files, I know. Speaking of, of yes. old, oh God, she I'm obsessed so with her. Obsessed oh, with her. God. Right? She's oh, incredible. She's incredible. Agreed. I I interned at BuzzFeed and we interviewed her for like the geeky vertical that I worked for, and I was like, I mean, you know, we met like a ton of famous people working there, but I was like, oh my God. Julian Anderson, and she's like gorgeous. She has a commanding presence. Mm-hmm. She she looked at me and was like, "Oh, sweetheart, can you get me a diet coke and some chocolate?" And I was like, "Absolutely!" And I tripped over my feet <laughs> turning around because I was like so excited. Understandable, <laughs> understand, right? Yeah, sex sex education is actually the show I watched before Claws because everyone was like, "I promise you'll love it," and I get. I get like that brat who's like, oh, everyone tells me I like it. So now I'm going to put it off. Mm-hmm. Then I watch it and I was like, well, everyone is right. I do love this. Show. Yeah. <laughs> People well, are saying it for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Writing. yeah, I rate, I, I rate all the shows that I watch like and movies that I watch on, in my bullet journal. And mm, uh, that. yeah, that one definitely gets uh forced. I'm like really excited stars. for yeah. season three. Mm-hmm. And also I think that show does really well queer characters and representation yes. without it feeling like yes. they're trying to do no, it. No, right? I know, not at right. all. It's, it's so natural. If you if you ever read 
And oh, sorry, if you ever read any uh, interviews with the creative team, you kind of learn to the psychological things that they did in the show to make you realize that you don't, you're not, you aren't aware that you're comprehending what you're comprehending until after the fact. And then you watch back and you're like, oh my God, why are they wearing letter jackets in England? And why is this an American style show with lockers, but they're in the UK? It's, they're so smart the way they put it together. Mm. It's just insane. Mm. That's amazing. That's amazing. It reminds me of like um, a filthier Shit's Creek. Like if there were more sex on Shit's Creek. (laughs) (laughs) You know what what both of those shows have in common is that it's so non-judgmental. It's so, right? Like it's just compassionate. Yes. And and the fact that like fluidity exists mm-hmm. um, on, on both shows, actually. Yeah. And, and I just love that it's, you know, the father and son team, you know, it's like such yeah. a, you could tell it's such a family feel um, yeah. to Schitt's Creek. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Love that one, too. So good. Yeah. I, I cried like a baby through that finale. <laughs> did you watch the, um, did you watch the, the special uh, after the finale with the interviews? Can I? tell you i I I, I actually cried during that i was crying so much because the show like it just ended and then it was that that i missed a lot of it but i did watch it yeah yeah i I have a lot of feelings guys oh that's okay (laughs) well stop it yeah (laughs) cut them off (laughs) cut the crap in get a backbone Oh, wait, that became May for a second. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Yay. Um, but so, Tev, and um, would you all want to give your favorite favorite moment that you did on the show? Starting with you, Brianna. Um, you know, I'm going to say that favorite my name? favorite moment was working with Ming Na. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I, I will say in terms of in terms of chemistry, I think whenever Ming Na and I were in a room together and they were recording it, it was one of my favorite ways to work. Um, but I will say, I think towards the end of season six, they started really giving me some fun stuff to do. And I really loved the Izel episode where we all kind of got uh. possessed. I yeah. thought oh, yeah, yeah. that was such a crazy bananas episode and they just gave me some fun stuff to do. And I was, I was very <laughs> grateful. I had, I had the best time. Yeah. And you're always so good. And you're so, you were so funny with Max, so, you and Max, so... the, the stuff between the two of you, it, it could have been a spinoff. They, they were so hilarious. The two of you always made me laugh. It was so the good. Real piece of work. The two of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Drew. Um, well, obviously, my favorite thing was uh, working with Ming Na Wen, just yes. like just like Rihanna, just like Rihanna <laughs> yeah, said. Obviously, yeah, yeah. now I got a page. Okay, Andre, right. right. <laughs> keeping a tally. Um, actually, my favorite. Uh, I think what ended up being my favorite thing uh, that I got to help with on the show hasn't aired yet, so okay. I'm not going to talk about it yet. But mm-hmm. I had a lot of really good. I had a lot of really good fun times on the show i think um really if i if i had to pick one i i i got so lucky with that first episode where we did like yeah. i was saying before we did, we did dancing everything. and fighting and there was there was a love Location. story oh right, gosh right? yeah <laughs> All of it. It was it was working yeah, with Ming. Yeah. Working with Ming and and yeah. writing for May and working working with Ming <laughs> and um, dance stuff with 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 May and um, a fight scene with with May and no, I really I really had a had a good time. I think um, that that episode was a nice way to start uh, for me. I I will say 
the like uh, it's not every show that I've been on where I love being on set. I love being yeah. on set from the show. Like it's just a mm-hmm. uh, these people are so good and 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 so nice to be around that uh you you two and and your cohorts you uh you made it really fun for me uh and i don't always get to say that so no true favorite moment umbrella style yeah oh dad (laughs) well my favorite moment was working with ming <laughs> Rule freeze. Uh, um, no, you know what? My I think my favorite moments will always be um, just the the friendships. You know, the crew being being on that set and and having some of the best writers and producers uh, creating. Thing, I don't even know how they do it year, you know, year after year. Just it's insane yeah. um, not to keep it fresh for us, to keep it fun. And, you know, it's not like every day or every episode is like, okay, we're going to look for the bad guys. We're going to, you know, um, yeah. just, yeah, that, for me, that was the fav- most favorite thing is just going on set and doing my job and hanging out and making friends and laughing. Oh, cute. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all of you for joining us. This has been really nice. Uh, It was also nice to talk about a Marvel thing with folks who are doing the Marvel thing. Um, You're all wonderful. Uh, If thank you all for listening, if you like the podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and other places. You can find us on Patreon, where you get access to exclusive mini-episodes. And we are on social at SlayerFestX98. And I am Ian X. Carlos on all social. Drew, where can everyone find you? I am uh, on Twitter at Drew Zachary. And I just um, am trying to see what Instagram is like. <laughs> you guys keep talking testing about it, it out. Basically, basically, yes, I'm testing it out. Basically, I'm doing it to see Brianna's videos. Um, uh, really, why I want? I th- I think that I am at Drew Z Greenberg. There. That sounds right. That sounds like. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I like it. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Brianna, where can everyone find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at House of Venskis, and on Twitter at the Venskis. I wanted to mix it up. Try it. Try different handles for different places, you know? (laughs) And uh, Ming, where can everyone find you? You're not going to. I'm actually looking up because (laughs) I know know it has my name on it. (laughs) (laughs) It's horrible. Is it just Ming-Na or Ming-Na Wen on Instagram? I think it's Ming-Na. On Instagram, it's Ming-Na underscore Wen. Yes. Uh, and then on Twitter, it's uh, Mingna. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, we don't have to know our own. I mean, you know. Yeah. Oh gosh. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.